Hello and welcome to episode 91 of the Weekly Warrior Podcast. And today I have Connor sitting here with me. Good morning, Connor. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. Yeah, good. Today we're going to talk about something that's a little bit more lighthearted and fun, but it also might increase your fear of death by toilet snakes. (laughs) (laughs) So... Um, we're going to talk about some irrational fears that Connor has been experiencing lately and maybe even throw in a few pet peeves that she's also experiencing (laughs) because we all have them. We all have irrational fears and we all have pet peeves. So we're going to just have a little fun and talk about those for a little bit today. So let's start off on, uh, some pet peeves. Oh, yeah, yeah! I've got a lot of pet peeves. Yeah, what are some of your pet peeves? <laughs> so, recently, a big pet peeve of mine has to do around walking on the road. So, I take our dog Annie for a walk every day, and, you know, we have to walk on the street or on the shoulder until we get to our neighborhood walking path. So, you know how when... You walk, you walk against traffic. So when you're you're walking towards traffic. Mm-hmm. And so that you can see the cars coming at you. Yeah. So there's a courtesy that when you're on the shoulder walking, if there's no cars coming the other direction, that car is going to give you a little bit of grace. Yeah. Like a little bit of a buffer. Yep. Does that make sense? Yeah. So a big pet pull over a little bit if they can. Yes, they kind of cross the center line a little bit. Yeah, we don't live on a busy road, so a pet peeve of mine is when they don't give you that grace or that courtesy, and there's no one else on the road. Yeah, so they could give it to you, but they're not. Mm -hmm. So when I'm walking the dog on the shoulder, if I don't get that little buffer, it feels really startling almost (laughs) like oh god (laughs) the car is right there so that that bugs me that's a big pet peeve of mine yeah another one that has to do with walking since we're (laughs) on the walking theme is using the indoor track so Mm. we we go to the ymca to work out i also share this pet peeve i know where you're going with it yeah we use we use the indoor track sometimes to walk and run and there's track etiquette. So the inside lane is the slow lane. The outside lane is the fast lane that you would use to pass someone, mm-hmm. essentially. But <laughs> very often people will walk. The track is only two lanes. It's pretty narrow. Very often people will walk side by side. People will walk in the middle. They want to have a chat with each other while they're walking. Yeah. Slow people will walk on the outside and the inside. So you're kind of dodging and bounding in and out and, you know, crossing into the basketball court. What a good opportunity for agility work. Yes, exactly. (laughs) It's agility work. Mm -hmm. So that's been another pet peeve of mine lately. Yeah, I share that one. Yeah. Um, I have two more. Okay. So... This has to do with conversations that I have with people as a health coach. And I shared this one with you the other day. Mm -hmm. I, it kind of drives me a little nuts 
when people identify themselves as X, Y, or Z. Oh, I'm a picky eater, for example. I, I had that one recently. I'm a picky eater, or I have a slow metabolism, or the other one that gets to me is using age as an excuse. So I know things change as we get older, but it really bothers me when people identify so strongly with, you know, being a picky eater, having a slow metabolism. Um, I'm trying to think of another good one. But you know what I'm talking mm -hmm. about? I think they it locks themselves in. Yeah, it's. It's these self-limiting beliefs and it's just, it's another form of fixed mindset. Uh, they've already decided that, oh, new food options aren't going to work for me because I'm a picky eater. Yeah. In my mind, my low road reaction is, okay, you're not five years old anymore. <laughs> you're not eating hot dogs and chicken nuggets yeah chicken nuggets and <laughs> mac and cheese anymore you're an adult i understand that there's going to be certain foods that people don't enjoy but honestly there has to be a little bit of willingness to ex experiment try new things if picky if being a picky eater is limiting your ability to be successful then let's challenge that just a little bit. Let's just try something new. And so I, it bugs the crap out of me when people identify so strongly with, with something like that. I didn't like tomatoes for 28 years of my life until last year. <laughs> yeah, that's such a good example. And I was challenged to try them on a sandwich from, uh, it was like Panera Bread or something. And then I was like, man, I don't know why I don't like tomatoes. This is pretty good. <laughs> Yeah. So now I eat tomatoes. <laughs> you took the you took the plunge. Yeah. I just think it's another way of kind of letting yourself off the hook. Mm -hmm. Of oh, I'm a picky eater. I don't eat vegetables. Yeah. It's just it's very dismissive, and there's no room for well, why not? Let's just try some different ways of preparing them. Or you're yes, it's very close-minded. You're boxing yourself in. Yeah. And you're just setting yourself up for more of the same failure that you've been experiencing. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's That kind of drives me nuts. One of my big pet peeves is when, and this is totally a superficial thing, is when people are eating and they're cutting on a plate <laughs> with a fork or a knife that's and it me. makes the, they like are cutting into the He's plate. talking about me. I'm not talking about you and gender or you specifically, but you do it sometimes. I do it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and it's like nails on a chalkboard yeah, to me. I, can, I, I watch you cringe when that yeah, happens. It, like the people who scrape the bottom of their bowl really hard with a spoon. Oh, yeah. Or like really are going after it with a knife on yeah. the bottom of a plate. It's like, oh my God, stop. Yeah. yeah. But uh, speaking of eating, I hate slurping noises <laughs> like like, like. yeah like cereal or soup slurping like <laughs> or loud chewing i yeah i don't like that at all yeah yeah there's I, everyone has 
pet peeves and some are more like deep rooted and insightful and some are more just like things that annoy There's, us. Yeah. Yeah. So pet peeves are fun. Yeah. Um, you want to talk about some irrational fears? Yeah. <laughs> Cause I have a lot of, this them. has been like more of a prevalent thing in our relationship over the last few months. I feel like since yeah. we've moved into the new house specifically. <laughs> yeah. I want to, I want to say I have all the normal fears we're not Where, talking about, like, fear of heights or, like, fear of spiders or that type of thing. That's, like, pretty normal. <laughs> Your body tells you to be afraid of heights because, like, if you fall from that height, you pro you could get hurt. Yes. Or, pre you know, predators, you're afraid of yes. whatever, but yeah. I have normal fears of, like, house fires and... <laughs> is that not normal? It's... House <laughs> fires or choking. I'm afraid I'm going to choke when I'm alone. <laughs> and I, you don't you don't worry about that stuff no <laughs> oh my gosh yeah i i'm always afraid i'm gonna choke on my food or if you have a if you have a close call <laughs> while you're by yourself and you kind of like something goes down the wrong pipe and you think oh my gosh nobody is here to perform the heimlich you can perform the heimlich on yourself i know the back of the chair trick yeah. but you i mean what if it doesn't work <laughs> Well, you, at least you tried. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I I think one of the first things I asked you to do when we moved into the new house is buy a fire extinguisher. Yeah. For the kitchen. Yeah. I have I have a fear of a house fire. Um, before we leave, I always check the stove <laughs> to make sure it's off, which makes me feel like my grandmother because she used to do that yep. where she, before we would leave the house, she would gotta always check say, the stove. Oh, I got to check the stove. Yeah. And at that point in her life, she hadn't used the stove in probably 10 years. <laughs> she hadn't cooked on her stove, but every time before she left the house, Oh, got to check the stove. Yeah. I do that. I check the stove. I... Oh, here's a good one. I have a large, a large cup. It's a water cup. Um, it's 32 <laughs> ounces. I know what this one is. Yeah. It's got a stainless steel straw <laughs> in it. I, I am so afraid that if I'm walking around drinking through the straw that I will trip and <laughs> the straw will basically like go through the back of my head. Yeah. She'll be impaled. By yes. <laughs> yeah. So I, if I'm drinking, I have to either be sitting or standing and not, <laughs> not moving. So that's, that's one uh. that I'm, I'm terrified of. I don't know where that one comes from. I think you, when you, th you picture something in your head and it just, you can't get it out of your head and yeah, I just, I have that image. And it yeah. probably comes, honestly, it probably comes from TV and movies of yeah. people being impaled through their skull. Too many, or, too many crime shows. Yes, yeah. Yep. Um, I also am pretty convinced that anytime I'm home alone, that I will A, either see a ghost, <laughs> or... <laughs> <laughs> or B, somebody is going to break into the house. Mm -hmm. I, I, I don't know. I, and again, it's probably it probably comes from TV shows, but I, 
I being being alone, I hear every little noise. I'm on high alert. My fight or flight response kicks in, especially at night if you're not here. Yeah. I I am just consumed by fear and I will often tell you Hey, I'm locking the doors. Like, you might have to use the hide-a-key or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So, those are those are fears I live with on a daily basis. I welcome someone breaking into the house. Bring it on. Yeah. You, yeah, you would. That's why I feel so much safer when you're here. <laughs> Gives um, me an excuse to use all these weapons that I've accumulated. Yeah. <laughs> I have a lot of fears around snakes. I'm I don't worry about toilet snakes. Now you will. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. But I I hate snakes. I will I will imagine that I see snakes all the time. <laughs> If on there's, the trail? Yeah, if there's... You used to bike on the trail and there were snakes? There were snakes! There were snakes <laughs> I know on the trail. there were. But I'll, I'll imagine... There was like a stick one time. Well, and... yeah, I'll see sticks and think there's snakes too. <laughs> but I I will phantom see snakes yeah. all the time. Um, but yeah, there is definitely a fear of snakes. And then more recently, we were talking about bears. Because we've heard from our neighbors... That sometimes you'll see a black bear in your backyard because they're looking for food where we live. And so I, I had the thought of, oh, if, what if I'm walking Annie and there's a bear and, you know, 9.9 .9 times out of 10, the bear is going to be more scared of you mm -hmm. than you are of it. Yep. But I'm thinking of the 0.1% of the time where I... Get, I'm going to get attacked by the bear. You gotta make the bear think you're the predator. It should be afraid of you. Yeah, but I in the moment I don't know if I would. Yeah. If I would you gotta be chase the bear and yell yeah. at it. But we had a conversation around. Well, like let's get bear spray. Let's get. But yeah, I'm kind of terrified of that too. Well, irrational fears drive people to stockpile supplies and. All that type of stuff. Which is interesting because I don't do that. Yeah. I don't think about like, oh, yeah. let's have let's have am ammunition on hand. Let's canned goods. Let's stockpile canned goods. Yeah. Survival not... foods. A bunker of like apocalypse bunker. Yes. I'd rather. I'd be okay with that. Stuff. I know you're more. This is interesting because I would say I have more irrational fears, but you're more of the doomsday prepper. Yeah. Yeah. Where you want to have rations and water and well as we saw with coronavirus we're one big bad event away from like some bad stuff happening really yeah the humans really are, humans are skittish animals so yeah it's like the toilet paper scare showed that <laughs> it's just it was a lot of panic buying which Maybe that's a pet peeve, too. The panic buying drove oh, me God, nuts. Oh, God, that was so annoying. It drove me nuts, but then at the same time... Or the gas shortage earlier this year in the southern yeah. United States because of the the cyber attack. People were, like, thinking, we're not going to have any gas for, yeah, that for years. Or we're out of gas forever. So they went and, like, filled up gas bags with 
or trash bags with gasoline. It's like, you idiots. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That, that kind of drives me nuts. But at the same time, I mean, I still overbought toilet paper. I'm not, I'm not innocent of the panic buying. It sucked because we were like pretty stocked on toilet paper. We had gone to Sam's Club. Yeah. And then we conveniently ran out when <laughs> the shortage happened. Hit. It was yeah. unfortunate. So, yeah, I, yeah, that stuff, it's, that stuff. But everybody has these irrational fears, so it's not, it, you're, it's not like you're abnormal Right. I think the, there's a fine line, though, is I don't want to let those irrational fears consume me. Cause some then people really do. You're living a life filled like with... the lady in Hoarders who... Yeah, oh my gosh. Like, <gasps> had like five foot piles of stuff yeah. to prevent her house from being broken into. We've watched... We started watching that show together before bed, and it makes me so anxious. <laughs> I don't like watching that show. It makes me uncomfortable. It makes me... Yeah. Just feels stressed and... Yeah. What would be fun, for those of you who are listening, send your irrational fears and pet peeves to yeah. our Instagram messages or our Facebook messages, and if you feel comfortable, we'll read them on our next show. And yeah. Like, we don't have to say... We can keep it anonymous, but it'd be fun to share... That would be fun. Like, people's irrational fears or pet peeves. Yes. Uh, to see what... Just whatever they are. And like I said, we'll keep it anonymous, but that would be really fun. So send your yeah. pet peeves and irrational fears to the Weekly Warrior Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. And we'll, uh, we'll share them if you want us to. But if not, like that's that. fine. Either way, it'd be fun to see. <laughs> I like that. So... Cool. Yeah, I feel like... We all have them. We all have irrational fears and pet peeves. We just can't let them consume us. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm good with that. Me too. We'll see you next week. Yeah. Yeah. You will. Okay. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Weekly Warrior Podcast. We sincerely appreciate you being here with us. And if you would consider sharing The Weekly Warrior with a friend or family member, that'd be pretty great, too. If you haven't already done so, leave us a rating and a short review. Also, check out our Instagram page at Weekly Warrior Podcast for more warrior content. Thanks again for being here with us, and we hope you'll join us next week when we discover the warrior within. <laughs>